Welcome back to another episode of the podcast about Nathan. It is I, 88, again on the mic. Try to make something of this quarantine uh, quarantine thing, but uh, I got to start out by saying uh, rest in peace to uh, Josh, Josh Govan. Uh, he was a high school classmate that passed away from the coronavirus, I believe, on Tuesday. Uh, it's funny because he was just on live Facebook Live last week, and uh, he was you know he was in pretty good spirits, and uh, you know he was like just don't 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 take this Corona shit lightly because it's not a game, and uh, you know everybody was saying you know we hope you pull through, we hope you make it, you know, we hope you come out stronger and better, but he ended up transitioning, you know, and it's just unfortunate because he was so young, he was so young, and it's just like wow. And, you know, I'm not going to pretend we was best friends, but I remember in high school we did interact, you know, more than a couple times. He was one of them naturally funny dudes. He came in the room and all the attention was on him, you know. So he was like, he used to flame me, cook me, because I was a bum-ass nigga in high school. And he used to cook me for the shit I used to wear and shit like that, you know, of all funny games. And uh, he used to do that to a lot of people, actually. But uh, he was, like I said, he was one of them naturally funny guys. It was natu- it was one of them naturally funny guys that just, you know, lit up a room and, you know, he was the he was the life of the party and shit like that. And it's just unfortunate that somebody so young, you know, lost their life to this friggin' random virus shit. So it's just it's just it's really unfortunate. You know, I seen a lot of the uh a lot of my, my high school classmates, they uh they they're they're mourning and stuff like that and sending out their condolences. So I'm sending out my condolences on 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 the show, so I just want to send my best regards and my condolences to his family, and uh, hopefully they they come out bigger and better, and uh, they come out stronger. Because you know we all know that in death nobody wants to be uh, nobody wants everybody else to be mourning and shit. We want you you know they want that they want things to be celebrated, they want things to be celebrated, so. Just, just like to say, rest in peace to Josh, man. It was definitely a pleasure knowing you, and as you can blame me from 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 what I can see in, in, on Facebook, like he he he's he's now become a legend. He's now a legend status because the love he received, the love he received, he just proved that yeah he's a legend. He he's, he was one of those he was one of those people that he 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 he's a legend. He's gonna be he's gonna be a legend now. So rest in peace to Josh, and I just had to say that, but. Uh, on another note, I want to say happy birthday to my niece, Jada. She just turned 20 today. My second niece that hit her 20s. Uh, last week, my nephew, Matthew, hit 18. You know, everybody's growing up. I'm still young, my damn self. And my my nieces and nephews are so, is so close in age to me. But uh, they grow. I remember, we, 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 I don't want to say we grew up together, but we grew up. To, like, I was a kid when they was a kid. But I was, you know, still an authority figure. Not like a parent, but I was still, you know, older, so I had to I had to move a little different, being that I wasn't directly at their age range. So, happy birthday to them too. The kids is growing up fast, man. The gen, was it what generation? Generation Z, that generation growing up fast, man. They they already at eighteen, not eighteen. They already in their twenties. So, happy birthday to them. And uh, it's the podcast about Nathan. This has always been one of my favorite songs ever. I've always loved this song because it just gives off such a positive vibe, and on top of the fact that it's a positive vibe, it's a it's a it's a smooth like uh, body mover. It's like a two step, not 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 a two step, but you you can still move to this, you know, real subtle. And, and I just always love this song because it's, it's the, the message is, is clear. Like you gotta, you gotta live your life no matter like what's going on. You gotta look at the best. You gotta look for the best outcomes. You gotta think positive and shit like that. So 
That's what the song say. So of course I got another story I always keep a story in the tuck So I went to the supermarket the other day And uh, I went because um, I haven't been in a minute Let me just say that I haven't been in a minute And I kind of figured it was going to be empty When I say empty I mean like the products Was going to be depleted But they, they were but they weren't but the stuff I normally buy, when I say this, I'm talking about like the food. Like, they didn't have any Tostito chips. They didn't have any cheese dip. They didn't have French onion. They didn't have none of the cold cuts. Like, they had a bunch of bologna. I don't fucking eat bologna. They didn't have no ham, no smoked ham, no nothing, no cold cuts. The cheese was depleted. Like, it was, oh my lord, that shit pissed me off. That shit pissed me off. And then on top of that, nothing was on sale. And I'm like, why would a supermarket be charging full price during a freaking pandemic? They're like, oh, they're probably like people are so desperate they're gonna buy it at any price. You get what I'm saying? I, I went in there, mayonnaise. I buy craft mayonnaise. That shit is six fifty for one thing, and it was still six fifty when I went to the supermarket. All the juices, all the sodas, nothing was on sale. It was no two for three. It was no three for three. It was no four for five. It was nothing. Everything was regular price. And I'm like, this is so lame, yo, for real. Like, I'm not, I'm not going in here to spend uh, money on on secondary shit I normally don't even buy because I'm walking around the supermarket looking for substitutes for the food I normally buy. And I went in every single aisle. I'm, I'm, I went up and down, up and down. I'm looking, and I'm, gra- I'm grabbing Pringles. I don't grab uh, butter. I don't grab. They, well, I'm lying. They had Schweppes. Ginger ale, three for three. I had that, but then when I was in the register, I was like, I ended before before while I was on the line because when you want to, the lines extend into the aisles now because you know social distancing and whatever, whatever. So I was still in the aisle on the line, and I just I just took out a bunch of stuff. I'm like, I'm not buying this stuff. I really I really didn't even come here for this. Like I'm I'm looking for substitute for what I normally get. So I ended up putting back the butter, putting back the uh, the ginger ale. I put back, let me see, what else I had got? I had, what I got? They don't got no ramen noodles. Like, they, they like, yo, they just had a bunch of shit that nobody normally buys. And then it's not even on sale, you understand? So it's like, wow, you niggas is really playing a, a real scammy game right now. Like, nothing was on sale. I went in there looking for... I went in there looking for like the frozen chicken strips, the frozen chicken tenders, frozen fries. None of that is, they don't have none of that. They got a bunch of hamburger helper shit and frozen TV dinners that's fully stocked. Fully stocked and shit. Like nobody's buying that. Get what niggas want. There was no brown eggs. That was a big thing. I love brown eggs. I can't, I can't fuck with the white. There's no brown eggs. Like they just the Minute Maids wasn't on sale, the Tropicana wasn't on sale. I'm like, y'all, y'all, come on, y'all got to get it together, man. Like this shit is lame. This shit is truly lame, and I felt like it's a scam. It's a scam right now because they know thing they uh, they know we we in trying times right now, so they gonna keep everything at full price because they know people gonna come in here and spend their money regardless. And I mean, I get the business model, I get it, but it's like. You have to get that it's it's a pandemic and people ain't working and shit like that. Niggas going, niggas is struggling for money. Niggas is struggling for money. None of the V eight splashes was on sale. The Capri Sun wasn't on sale. Like the Cran Apple and Cran Mango and Cran everything wasn't on sale. Like I was like, this is unbelievable. The bread wasn't on sale. No two for three. No two for five. I'm like, wow. Like y'all don't got nothing right now that's 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 worth paying for, so I ended up leaving there with like two Pringles, some some Franks, cheese, cause I got bread home. Sh- 
shit. And I, that might have been it. Oh, and and, and laundry detergent. They get laundry detergent. Uh, and I remember, okay, yeah, I put back Q-tips. I put back, I don't normally buy Q-tips. I got Q-tips. I'm sure you don't run out of them shits. I put back Q-tips. I put back the ginger ales. I put back the butter. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Let me let me, let me me hurry up and get out this store because y'all don't got nothing that's worth buying. <laughs> y'all don't got nothing that's worth buying. Anyway, it's the podcast about Nathan, episode 75. And, uh, the one with the quarantine, part three. And I'm asking, these these quarantine shits gonna keep piling up because we're not coming out of quarantine for you know I'm not gonna say for some reason, but we're not coming out of quarantine from the way it's looking. And I had I had guests, man. I had I hit up when I back in March before the corona even took off. I hit up people telling them, "Yo, y'all gonna be on the show in April. I got you. Don't worry about it." I had like you know four or five people lined up, ready to ready to go. Then the corona hit, and it's like, nah, I can't, I can't have y'all in my house, you know. I can't, I can't have y'all in my house, you know. So that's why it's the one with the quarantine, because it's just me. If it was no quarantine, these episodes wouldn't just have me; it'd have other people on it. So that's why you pretty gonna keep hearing me for a little minute. You are gonna keep hearing me for a little minute until this shit they t- until they see some type of until they start announcing that progress is being made and. Things are going back to normal. I just I just need things to go back to normal by the birth by my birthday, man, because I thought all this time I thought I was a homebody, which I am. But it's like to not be able to go outside at, uh, at your own volition, under your own volition is, is kind of aggravating. Like I want to go to Best Buy. I want to get an iPad case. I can't do that. You know, I want to go to Target and, and get a get a friggin rug. Can't do that. I want to go to BBQs and pick up a ten piece hot wings to go. I can't do that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, to, to, it's the it's it's the being restricted part is what's messing me up. I don't care about the parties and the clubs and the get-togethers. I don't care about that. It's like not being able to go outside to where you want to go is what's fucking me up. So it's like they need to hurry up and open up outside by my by my birthday, which is June 11th. I need it to be opened up. Back to normal, so things can happen over the summer or starting in June. So I just, you know, got to be staying indoors and going to work and staying indoors and going to work. Like, come on, bro, what are we zombies? We robots? Ain't no recreation? Come on, man. Like, I was at the laundry mat the other day, and these Jewish dudes, they walking up and down the block with with, with these massive yellow flags. I'm like, what are y'all doing, man? Y'all keep getting put on the social media and news about y'all. Y'all keep congregating when they're telling y'all not to congregate. And y'all keep doing it. I've never even seen Jews. I'm not going to say I've never seen Jews in this part of Brooklyn, but I've never seen Jews doing that in this part of Brooklyn. They was walking. It was like a group of like 15 with a massive yellow flag. Looked like a McDonald's flag, but reverse. And they're walking up and down the sidewalk. I'm like, what are y'all doing, man? Y'all just keep doing goofy shit. And I wonder why y'all on the news and y'all getting hosed down and all this other stuff. Y'all getting hosed down and then, come on, man. Y'all niggas got to, they got to stop doing that goofy shit. So, until, you know, we'll, we, you, we're off quarantine, it'll just be me recording by myself. And that's it. We're going to make it do what it do. So last Sunday, uh, last Saturday, DJ Premier and RZA did a producer battle, a beat battle. It was supposed to be a beat battle, technically, but it turned out to be a producer battle on IG Live. I spoke about the IG Lives on the last few episodes of how the, everybody's getting creative and they're doing their little mix, DJ mixes on there. And um, I was watching it live. It lasted for about, but lasted for almost three hours because it started at 9 p.m. I was tuned in at 9 I was tuned in at eight fifty five, and it ended up going. It ended up ending right before twelve, and it was very, it was very dope. Like to see all the celebrities in the comments, well, not even celebrities, but all the rappers in the comments, and that we, that we listen to and that look up to DJ Premier and RZA because these, you know, these is legends. These is these is hip hop legends. For those who don't know, RZA is the uh, or was the uh, Wu Tang Clan in house producer. He was like the de facto leader of the clan. Um, he produced all their all their major label releases and all that stuff. And DJ Premier, 
respected DJ, one half of the group Gangstar. He's been he's been out since ninety something, ninety, ninety one, producing for legends, which in turn made him a legend. So but the only way you was really gonna be in tune with the IG Live was if you were if you were a student of hip hop. If you're not a student of hip hop, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have, uh no knew the songs they was playing. They was you know that they produced. You wouldn't have known those. So like for the average listener that listens to you know twenty twenty rap and the la in the last five six years, if that's what you listen, do nothing wrong with that. But you wouldn't have been in tune with the nineties with the with the, with what they was playing because they wasn't. I mean they was playing singles, but they wasn't playing singles. You understand? It was more. There was more so playing like album cut songs and you would have to have been you would have to be in a, a student to know what they was playing you get what i'm saying like you would have to actually have heard these things at some point or you would have to actually do your research to know exactly what they're playing so all in all it was a dope it was a dope um live like i had my ipad open because i don't be watching i've been said i don't watch shit on my phone i have ipads plural for that for shit for, for for that for that same reason so i had my ipad open while i was playing the game playing xbox and i was just watching and listening to the ig the, the ig battle and it was dope man you know hopefully we could get some more uh legendary producers to go head to head i seen D uh diddy threw his name in a pot it was like yo i'm not your normal producer you got to bring out the heavy guns and I mean, he's not really a producer. I mean, he's not really a beat maker. He's a producer, but he wasn't really a beat maker. He was an orchestrator. That's that's a better word. I think that yeah, that's definitely a better word when it comes to producer because producer people think producers and beat makers are synonymous. They're not synonymous. They can be or it has become synonymous, but no, the producer is the person who organizes the song. And puts who where and put this sound there and change this and change that. That's a producer. That's why movies have producers. Because movies, the producer in a movie controls like they switch and change and change and switch. They, put, they move things around. That's what a producer does. That's what. So in a producer in music can be the beat maker or can be the orchestrator. Like, yo... I think you should get such and such on this song because blah, 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 blah. Like, that's what a producer does. And that's what Diddy is. Or that's what Diddy was. I don't know if he still does it. I doubt he still does it. He was a producer back in the 90s. He connected this producer with this rapper. Yo, do this, do this, do this, do this. So, I mean, if he wants to do that, I mean, he's he's been a part of some legendary songs. You know, he's, he's Biggie's, you know, dude. Biggie's a legend. Big, Biggie got all the hits. Like when DJ Premier was playing the Biggie songs, like niggas, niggas was going crazy. Niggas was going crazy. So Diddy, you know, he threw his name in the pod. Uh, somebody else, I don't know. There's a few people that threw their name in, but the Diddy one is the one that stood out. Now for the song battles, where they do a song, where artists do song battles. Well, usually it's been producer, it's been producer battles. But I don't think I've, I don't think I actually, an actual song battle actually happened yet. Maybe I'm out of out of touch, but I know French Montana called out Tory Lanes, and he called out Jim Jones, and then Two Chains called out Meek Mill, called out a few people. But the one that really is really gonna take off, and not take off, but the one that really made news was Fifty Cent and Ja Rule. We all know they have an uh, infamous history. Ja Rule said that he would battle Fifty Cent. Uh, on IG Live, song for song, 20 songs. And it's up to, you know, it's up to 50 Cent to accept or whatever. I doubt he'll accept being that. Uh, well, Ja Rule said he'll never, back in, well, not back in there, like two years, two, three years ago, Ja Rule said he'll never, him and 50 Cent will never see eye to eye. They'll never be friends. They'll never, you know, I mean, never say never. We, you know, two legends. And I, I don't think they'll, they'll do an IG Live for the simple fact that they actually had real street beef. Like people was stuff was happening to people. I'm not gonna speak on that. Stuff was happening to people, and, and and certain things happened back then. So I doubt they'll actually have an actual sit down, camera to camera, having a regular conversation while playing music. I highly doubt that's gonna happen. But what the biggest topic was, people were saying, "Oh, Fifty Cent will destroy. Fifty Cent will destroy 
Ja Rule and the blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, y'all bugging out, man. Yeah, 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 y'all bugging out, man. Ja Rule had, Ja Rule controlled 2000, 2001, 2002. Like, that was the dude back then. It was it's like, it's not a, there's not a lot of people who, who, have a, who have the rap game on lock. Like, it's been, it's been a select few. And I'm going to name a few people. Uh, go, oh, let's, let, let's start with 2000. 2000, 2001, 2002. You could say Ja Rule, Ja Rule, Ludacris, Jay Z had the game on lock. Like you, they couldn't do no wrong. 2003, 2004, 2005. That was like, that was like Ti. Uh, let me see Ti. You could still throw Ludacris in there. Um, what I say? 2003, 2004. T.I., Ludacris, Jay-Z still. You could throw you could throw Kanye in there. Uh 06, 07, 08. That was like Kanye, Lil Wayne. Uh let me see. Kanye, Lil Wayne, DJ Khaled. They had the game on lock back then. 09, 10, 11. That was like Rick Ross. That was like Rick Ross, Wiz Khalifa. You get what I'm saying? Uh, let me see. Young, Rick, what I say? Rick Ross, Young Khalifa. You could say, you could still say Lil Wayne. You could still say Kanye. 2012, 13, 14. That was like the Drake. That's like the Drake era where that shit really started to take off. And he was like the number one dude. Drake, Future, not Drake, not Future. Drake, French. Drake, French. Uh, let me see. Drake, French, Kendrick. Drake, French, Kendrick, they really started that. They had the game in a chokehold. And then like 15, 16, 17, that's like Drake, Future, J. Cole. You know, them like it's it's not long story less long. There's a select few of pe- people who had the game on lock, and Ja Rule was one of them back in the early 2000s. So a lot oh 50 Cent, sorry. 50 Cent had it for um like oh three oh four oh five, my fault. Fifty had it. Oh three oh four oh five. You know that's get Richard die trying through the massacre, candy shop and all that shit. Best friend and uh, piggy bank and all that shit. Um, yeah, so it's not a lot of people who can say they had the game on lock. Ja Rule has had the game on lock, so that's why I'm like, why would you think Fifty Cent would destroy Ja Rule? Ja Rule had Ja Rule had songs that di- uh, that were aimed f- at women, and that's the like. Once you unlock that women demographic, you're like you can't you can't you can't beat that. That's like Flow Rider. Flow Rider knew his 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 thing wasn't rapping for the rap fans. So what did he do? He went pop and made songs for women. And Flow Rider is one of the number one artists in the world. Same thing with Pitbull. Pitbull realized hip hop ain't his genre. Stop rapping that street shit. And what did he do? He went to pop and he started rap- he started singing and rapping that pop shit for women. And now he's the number one artist. He's one of the number one artists in the world, making stupid money. Once you make music for women and women only, you or oh, you unlock another tier of of stardom. Ja Rule didn't quite reach that super duper level because Fifty Cent came along and they had their little thing. I'm not going to dispute that Fifty Cent didn't end his career. I'm not going to dispute that. Definitely can't dispute that. But to say he would smoke him in a song song battle? No, I don't think so. Not at all. It would be close and it would be close and it would be debatable. It can go either way. But it's not going to be a landslide. Definitely not going to be no goddamn landslide. And that's what I'm seeing people say like, "Oh, it's going to be a nah, it's not going to be one like that tells me I don't you're not even educated on Jaw Rule and what he's done." And how long he's had the game on lock. Come on, man. Y'all bugging out, man. Y'all bugging out for real. Y'all bugging out for real. Waka Flocka said that Atlanta has been running rap longer than any coast in history. I found that interesting because I'm not going to dispute that lately, lately. But to say they've been running it longer than any coast, that's kind of a stretch. Because we all know East Coast ran in the nineties, the whole nineties, and from ninety to two thousand, from nineteen ninety till like 
let me see, from 19, you could really go to the 80s, but I'm not too familiar with the 80s. I'm not going to speak on that. So I'm going to give the I'm gonna give the East Coast the benefit. I'm going to say 1990 through like 2006, the East Coast ran rap. Because 2006, when I was in middle school, that's when the Southern dudes started popping out. Not even started, but, you know, T.I. and Ludacris and them was out, but the Jay-Z was still like the top dog at, at you know, all in all, Jay-Z, 50 Cent, they were still the top dogs in the early 2000s. But 05 and 06 and 07, when it, when, they, when Jay-Z retired and 50 kind of disappeared, that's when the South started to really emerge with the, with the snapping, the snap music, you know, buy you a drink and all that shit, them franchise. Boy, I forgot, them fra- I forgot what that song was called. Lean with it, rock with it, lean with it, rock with it. D4L had Laffy Taffy and Bet You Can't Do Like Me. That's when that shit started really to, South started to really, t- uh, Soldier Boy had to crank that. Uh, VIC, Get Silly. Like they had a, but like South really started to become prevalent 06, 07, 08. Like they had it, they had it for some years. Don't get, don't get me twisted. Don't get me fooled. Don't let me fool you. 06, 07, 08, Lil Wayne. Wayne, you know, Southern Young Jeezy, they had they had it for a little minute. But to say Atlanta specifically, no. I'm not going to say Atlanta specifically because Atlanta didn't have it on lock for longer than anybody else. Atlanta has had it on lock for the last, I'll say, four or five years. I'll give you that. Future, 21, Thug, I'll give you those. Gunna, Baby. I give you those. Like I'm not gonna give you the. I mean, I don't. I don't know how much longer he thinks Atlanta has been running it. Like I don't. I don't know what he thinks. I can say Future really started taking over 2014. I spoke about that on the last pod. I'm not gonna go back to that. Oh, and Purple Rain has released been released on streaming. And I just said that on the last episode. How Purple Rain is the last one to be released on streaming platforms, and it just got released on streaming platforms this morning, earlier this morning. Back to what I was saying. So yeah, I'll give you Future, Twenty One Savage, Baby, Gunna, Thugger. Let me see, let me see, let me see. It's, I mean, it's a bunch more. I'm trying to trying to two chains. It's a bunch more. It's a bunch more. I just it's not coming to me right now. But yeah, they definitely been running the game the last four you know last four or five years. But I get, I mean other than that, I'm not giving you nothing else. Because what I say, four or five years. So let's say 2014, 2013, that was the drill scene. That was Chicago. That was Chicago. That was Chief Keeves, Lil Dirk, Herbo, or Lil Herb back then. Like they was running Shy Glizzy. They was running the scene back then, 2013, 2014. They, was, they had the game. They had the game locked down back then. So I, don't, I honestly don't know what Waka is talking about. But I'm not going to take away from it. Who knows how long this Atlanta run is going gonna, is gonna, to have a have the game in a chokehold because they've been streaking. They definitely been doing their thing for the, for some years, and like I like East Coast been East Coast been lost the uh, East Coast been lost the the crown years ago, over probably over a decade ago they lost it. French Montana is like he kind of revitalized it, became like one of the top dudes. You know, not too long ago, like a few years ago, he became one of the top artists, but then he fell off a little. You know, so East Coast Ben lost the uh East Coast Ben lost the uh Damn, I didn't even say West Coast. I'm tripping. Ooh, I'm tripping, tripping, tripping. Let me see. Snoop. Snoop had it in early two thousands as well. I mean, of course he had the nineties. I'm not gonna say that. But he definitely was one of them top dudes early two thousand to like to like oh five. I forgot about so I totally forgot about the West Coast. My bad. Um Game had it back in like oh five. Uh oh, I said Kendrick for later. Let me see. Who else was out the West? That was really at like I'm like the West had a lot of people, but just like at the top of the game. It's only been a select few. Snoop, Game, Kendrick, Nipsey. Like, it's not really that much that was at the top, 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 top at, at, at one point. Tupac, of course. I'm not going to just, they can't even dispute that. But Dr. Dre, but he's a producer, so we don't really use him. YG, but YG was never really at the top. Schoolboy Q was kind of at the top for, for, brief, for a brief moment when he did, um, What's the uh, I was like, oxymoron? What what's that song called? 
the song off Oxymoron was it Man of the Year? Man of the Year. I believe it's another one. I'm going to tell you right now. Oxymoron, that was 2014. That was Collard Greens. Yes, Collard Greens. Man of the Year. Yeah, he 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 had it for a little bit. He had it he had it for a little bit like he was one of the most sought off sought after artists back then. At that part shit. I didn't like that song. Uh blank face blank face LP. Yeah, he had it for he had it for a little bit. He had it for a little bit. I ain't even gonna hold you. Uh nonetheless. Atlanta, who knows how who knows how long they're gonna have the game in the chokehold. Um, let me see. Tory Lanez released the new Toronto three last week. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go that play that shit song by song like I did last week with Kiana Lady. That shit was I had I, I was doing that shit real sloppy last week. Um so yeah, Toronto uh, New Toronto three, they probably it probably had like two skips on it. Other than that, I like I liked the entire project. It was a great project. Uh, it was like fifteen songs. Um, let me see. Yeah, I definitely I definitely dislike maybe like two songs on there. Other than that. It was a great it was a great project. Um West Side Gun, shout out to him cuz he he said he beat the coronavirus. He said he felt like he was a dead man walking. That was crazy when he said that. He said he beat the coronavirus last week, I believe. Um he's releasing Pray for Paris Friday. That's going to be uh, I'm assuming an album. Uh, West Side Gun. Yeah, I know I've been on here fucking with Griselda Heavy. He's like the de facto leader of the Griselda uh, collective. Um, yeah, pray for Patton. West Side Gun. He he probably has the best beats out of the three of them because the other two, like Benny, picks good beats, but West Side Guns be really the soulful ones that actually be soulful and slow paced. And yeah, I like those. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that West Side Gun. Pray for Paris. The Baby announced Blame It On Baby. That's an album coming out Friday as well. Uh, his last album, Kirk, was it was cool, you know, very repetitive. But he oh, he's another one that has the game on lock right now. My bad. He has the he's definitely one of those people right now as we speak that has the game in the chokehold. But he's not I didn't mention him because he's not from Atlanta, he's from uh, North Carolina. But um he definitely is one of those he 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 definitely is one of those people for sure. For sure, for sure. But uh, he announced his album, Blame It On Baby. And, uh, you know, I guess I'll check him out, see what see what, see what what he got going on there. Division. Dropping Amuse In Her Feelings. Now, Division is a duo, R&B duo, that released that real melodic music. They released the, uh, I want to say the first single was Snow Allegra. A few weeks ago. Love Snow Allegra. Uh, best really, it's not, it's not much I can really say on Division, but we gotta just listen to the album, Division D V S N. They're dropping Friday, so three pro. It's more projects dropping, but I'm you know I'm naming, I'm naming the obvious ones. Um, let me see if uh, let me see if this dude <laughs> he got on me because I called him last week. So let me see, let me see if he gonna. Uh, if he gonna answer, I doubt it though. Probably got the kids running around the house and all that shit. <laughs> ah, that's funny. <laughs> Yo. Yo, what's good, son? What's good, bro? Got you on the pod. <laughs> Good podcast. Was a good podcast. I was just telling them how you was like, yo, why you ain't called me? Yeah, nigga, selfish. Don't include me. I thought I'd include you. It's just like you know, your house is noisy. I don't know how is it so silent right now. Nigga, everybody sleep. It's eight. I'm about to get up for work right now. Actually. Oh yeah. Ain't nothing else going on. How's that? How's that Hawaii weather? It's getting hot. Finally in the eighties consistently now. Well, how how the virus how the virus been treated out there? 
it's the same as everywhere. It's just not like, you know, it's not like as thick as it is everywhere else. What you mean? What you mean thick as it is? So like, you know, like how, like where you at is like. Yeah, it's, know, it's locked down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's locked down here too. And like the businesses and stuff are closed, but like every everything's still open here. You just, you know. Can't go sit down at restaurants, you know, regular stuff. It's nothing too crazy. Yeah. Okay, it's, everything oh, yeah. is pretty much everything that's not essential here. I mean, McDonald's is still open, but like you said, you can't sit down. Yeah. Burger King, you can't sit down and stuff like that. But we don't need to go to McDonald's anyways. You bugging? They should be booming. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been in a minute, but. I'm it, Kevin. I had McDonald's three days ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what else? Get this. Anyway, my fault. I, I forgot. This is Jones, my man Jones. He, uh, we, we, we met in the army back in yeah. um, uh, 20, 2013. 2013, yeah. And uh, he's been my guy since. What's uh, going on with the cast today? What you talking about today? I was just talking about um, what was I talking about? Damn, I was just talking. Um, oh, the Fifty Cent like Ja Rule shit. They was talking about IG battle. That's not gonna happen though. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. But like niggas really don't give money with Ja enough credit. That's and that's what I was just telling the people. That's exactly what I was just telling them. They really don't hit for hit. Um, I don't know, man. He he probably he probably could. Like with fifty, like if you think about it, after you know, get rich or die trying, classic, whatever. Absolutely. Then, um, what was the second album? The Massacre. Um, Massacre, yeah. After that, it was just like. Uh, I mean, he did his thing with uh, Curtis and I Get Money and all that shit. I mean, yeah, but that's all you know. When Get Rich or Die Trying came out, we knew every song. Every song, yeah. Every song. Like, and, yeah, but, like, Ja Rule, you knew him, the work he did with Ashanti. That yep. whole Murder, Inc. Yep. little era back then was a was a go. Niggas don't give my nigga Ja enough credit. I know. Believe me. That's when I was telling him. I'm like, yo, it's, people think it's going to be a landslide. Nah, for 50 not Cent. I'm like, it's, it's not going to be like that. <laughs> it's really not. It's gonna be really it close. It might be a landslide for Ja, honestly. I didn't want to say that earlier. You know? uh, I didn't want to, yeah, but I, I feel, I'm, I feel it's like that. I'm gonna just keep it real. Uh, what else yeah. I spoke about? Uh, oh, Waka Flocka said that uh, Atlanta's been running the game the longest. I got a point, bro. You know, no, I, I don't disagree with him, but I don't, I don't agree. It's the longest. The longest. Um, I mean, I think people get, people get, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the words I'm looking for? Um, I think it's, eh, I don't know. I don't know, man. That's a, that's a, cause he said Atlanta or the South. He said Atlanta specifically. That's what throws it off. Cause he says Atlanta. Uh, South definitely had it for you, but the but Atlanta specifically. I'll say for five years, Atlanta's had it. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Let's go. Let's eh, let's go back. Eh, five eh, about about a good five to seven. I'll go with that. Five to seven years. I mean, seven. Honestly, how'd you get seven, bro? Look, when we when we met in twenty thirteen, right? Yeah, you knew you knew what I was listening to back then. All of that. Oh. Yeah, you, that. you was listening to uh, J. Cole <laughs> <laughs> and, and WAP. It wasn't and, and Migos and all of that. Oh, Most of my Migos, I all of that. That's twenty thirteen. I totally bro. forgot about them. I that's totally, yeah, yeah. And that's right. just and that's just when me and you met. Like they was doing their thing. Yeah, I forgot with uh, young yeah. rich niggas. Yeah, around the young, they had to change the name for business purposes and yeah, whatnot. And no label yeah. too. How could I forget that? Yeah, wow. Cause you you be sleeping. Nah, I, I just don't. I didn't. I, I totally forgot. I thought it really. I, I gave it to like with Future when he started 
with his mixtape run. I'm like, yeah, I give Atlanta oh, yeah. back then. Twenty, that's like 2014, 15. Oh, yeah, I just downloaded uh, Purple, Purple Rain, Rain like yeah, 30 minutes ago. Yeah, I was just saying, telling them that it it just got released earlier yeah. this morning. Yeah, I was glad. I mean, Purple Rain ain't one of my favorites, but I'm glad it's available or whatever. I mean, I could have sent it to you in a zip file, you know. That came out when you when you was getting up when you was out there on me. No, it came. No, I, I don't know. Because I was in that, I was in Afghanistan, bro. Yes, it came yes. out like nah. It came out like 2016. And, and it might it might have came out like 2017. Honest with you. Hold on. Because I'm if I if I'm not mistaken, Evol came out 2016. Then it was Dirty Sprite two in the summer, and then Purple yeah. Rain was like the okay. top of 2017. Okay, purple purple rain did came up come out uh, in 2016. Oh, 16. Okay, yeah, you was, got out then. Yeah, I was gone. No, I got out in 2015. Yeah, I'm about to say. Oh yeah, July 2015. I was in the stand when that came out. I was listening to that on patrols and stuff. Yeah, by then I was already off him. Yeah, I'm probably about to do the same thing, my boy. Which is what? <laughs> Get the fuck on. But you like you like Future and Hendrix and all that shit. Yeah, yeah you know what's crazy? I just, and you know wizard. how like in Apple Music when you don't, um, so I switch phones. It's like my third phone. Uh, um, it's like my third XS Max or whatever. So you know how it, they don't re-download the music for you. They, they put it back in your thing on Apple Music, but they don't re-download it to your phone or whatever. Okay. So I didn't I didn't have those re-downloaded. I went back and did that this morning for some reason. And I was like, damn, like Hendrix was a really slept on album. And then um, No it wasn't. Yeah, I fucking went crazy for that shit. Nah, people didn't people didn't go crazy for Hendrix. But they did though. <laughs> they went crazy for um They went crazy for both of them. Nah, bro. People, people really. I remember this. Like, this is like, I'm not really feeling Hendrix. He just put that album out because of the whole Rocco situation. He had to get some music off, whatever. Blah blah blah. And I was like, y'all didn't listen. Hendrix was was pretty slept on. Nigga like me don't like either one of those. You know. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I like Beast Mode too, though. I like that one a lot. Beast Mode 2 was good. That came out when I was in the stand, too. Yeah. Second go around. 2018, yep. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. that one a lot. I don't like Beast Mode Wizard. 2. Good on that. Wizard. It's like a few songs on there. The one. It's too long, bro. Yeah, it is too many songs. My attention span has shortened over the years, especially with Future. I'm putting out the same music and whatnot. But, yeah. And matter of fact, the ones, the only songs I like on Hendrix was, shit, both of the ones Take Keith produced, um, Call the Coroner, I play that repeatedly. Yeah, but we not. Yeah, everybody knows that song. <laughs> yeah, we. Everybody know yeah. that one. Wait, oh no, you That's said just... Hendrix, my fault, I'm thinking of uh, Wizard. Oh, no, no, no. What's Hendrix the one on Wizard the... that everybody be singing? The Crush Corner or something um... like that? Call the coroner. Um, what's the other one? Just the big ones. Um, and what was it? What was it? It's um, jumping on a jet. Yeah, that's jumping one. Jumping on Crushed a jet. Up. Right, right, right. Crushed up the 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 singles and whatnot. Crushed up. That's what I said. What I say? Yeah, yeah call the coroner is on the wizard. I thought you said it was on. Hendrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You said Hendrix. Oh, but now nah, I meant the wizard. Yeah, I knew. I knew that was yeah, on, yeah. on uh. Jumping yeah, on the crushed up, call the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This shit got twenty songs. My goodness, twenty songs, bro. <laughs> good on and to this day, I have never listened to all of them. Yeah, good on Not even gonna lie to you. Oh, he but did yeah, man. This save me shit. I wasn't feeling this either. I remember this. I only like. I actually went back and listened to that because I know I was riding one day and I just put that on. It's cool. It's it's alright. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like two songs on there. Yeah, I'm okay. Two songs. Well, oh, your man. boy got a lot of duds, man. <laughs> your boy got a lot of duds. 
people with you. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, with you. Nah, you and your music are. Music is, excuse me. You know what I what I just went back and watched, and I didn't know that this person produced all of these these hits, like that DJ Premier and RZA battle. Mm-hmm. I didn't know DJ Premier produced that many. Like I know he was like you know you know legendary or whatever. I didn't know he produced these certain ones like the Ten Crack Commands. I never knew that. You were amateur. Ten crack and like I know the music. When he was mixing that shit and it kept that was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. I was like, wow. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. The only one that really shocked me was when he produced um the Jay-Z a million a million questions. I was yeah, I like, oh shit, either. I didn't know that. And I didn't know he did um D Evils. I was like, Damn. oh my God. That's back in the day. That's your first album. Yeah. Did um I missed it, but did uh, Just Blaze, did he play Lord Knows when he did his little battle? If he did a battle, it wasn't recently. I didn't. I never saw that. Just Blaze and um, what you call it? They did one. Um, yeah, that was like a month ago, I think. Yeah, did he play Lord Knows? Cause... I don't know. I didn't see it. Yeah. I wasn't really on the IG. I don't think that was on IG Live. Hmm, I think that was an actual something. DJ. They was in a room together type thing. I think. Yeah. But I was laughing at the dream and, and, oh, and, and Sean Garrett. Garrett. Yeah, that that nigga's a psycho. They both weird. I don't like either one of their music, so I wasn't really... What? I'm good on the dream, you know? You're crazy. I'm good on the dream. I ain't even, I ain't even gonna dive into that. We're just gonna agree to disagree. Yeah, no, you wouldn't go on. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah we... uh, let me show something else. <laughs> Anyways, that shit, we've been talking for long enough. Yeah, alright. You ain't gonna say bye to the people? Wow. I'm about to. Podcast about Nathan. It's your boy Jones. Oh, yeah, he Don't actually, this, I forgot he in yeah. the beginning. and Well, I don't even play that shit no more, but. Yeah. yeah. You need to do another one. Nah. But nonetheless, it's your boy Jones, you know. I'm out of here. Alright. Alright. All right. My man. <laughs> we go back, man. Twenty thirteen. We we go back a little bit, man. Um, I did have one more thing to talk about, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speak on that. Being that the phone call was a little lengthy, and I know I, I was ranting last last week for like a good little minute. And I don't want to do that again. So, like I said, I was gonna speak on something else, but we just gonna call it a day. You know, forty forty seven minutes. Uh, let me see. Wait a minute. Um. Anyways, during this quarantine shit, you know, just stay safe and all that shit, and keep it keep it real smooth. You know. Hey. You don't have to stall while I was looking for a song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to shit like this, man. It's embarrassing, man. I can't talk about something. It's, it's so good. Loving somebody. And somebody loves you back. Hey, I ain't think I can hit those notes. To be loved. And be loved when we It's the only thing that my heart desires. Just appreciate. Yeah, I ain't think I can hit those notes, huh? But I definitely can. You know, I'll be in the shower practicing. Oh, I love Teddy Pendergrass, man. Oh, man. And somebody loves you, man. I remember this lady at my older lady at my job, who's you know who was growing up when Teddy was making music, and we was talking about uh, we was talking about like our favorite you know old school singers, and I said my favorite singer is Teddy Pendergrass, and she's like, oh, you mean Teddy Tenderass? I was like, what? I was like, what? She was like, yeah, Teddy Tender Ass. I'm like, oh, you talking about because he was that tranny shit. He was you like, yeah, like, I guess. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't around back then to see them to see the news, them news headlines and shit. So I know I knew what she was talking about, but yeah, that's that's my guy anyhow. I don't, I don't care what people do in their personal life, that ain't my business. But the music was phenomenal. The music was phenomenal. <laughs> and somebody won't
Man, I wish I could have certain conversations about this type of music, but it's just. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. Love this shit. Nonetheless, it is the podcast about Nathan, episode 75. Uh, I guess next week we could do it again. I'll come back with some more news around the culture. You know me, a uh, a news provider. But I'm out of here, though. Yo, this your boy Tony Nevan. You already know who I'm rocking with. See, you're tuned in. You're tuned in. And you listening to my guy, 88 Coops, man. Podcast and about Nathan. You're listening Nathan. to the podcast about Nathan with my bro, 88. To my nigga, 88 Coops, the podcast about Nathan. The podcast about Nathan. So stay locked. Yo, it's your boy, 88, man. You listening to my shit. The podcast about yeah, Nathan. About Nathan. About Nathan. About Nathan.